A YouTube millionaire has a pretty good chance to be the next governor of California. So Kevin Paffrath, or Meet Kevin, is uh, running for governor, and he has a pretty decent shot just from his massive social media following. But let's get into the story. So last year at this time, Kevin Paffrath was focused on his YouTube channel where his half million plus followers could tune in for daily commentary on housing, stocks, and stimulus checks. It earned him nearly $10 million over the last 12 months. Now, the 29-year-old former real estate broker is following Governor Gavin Newsom around his home state. It's the best way he can think of to draw attention to his unlikely effort to replace Newsom in the upcoming recall election on September 14th. Pafroth is a registered Democrat and self-declared centrist who voted for Joe Biden in the 2020 presidential election. While he's highly critical of Newsom and says he's been a failed leader, Pafrath is equally concerned that the Democratic Party has no emergency plan. Should more than half of California voters support the recall on their ballots, the next governor would be whichever of the 46 successor candidates gets the worst gets the most votes, making it much easier for an outsider to win. Pafrath is one of the nine candidates listed as a Democrat, but party leaders are urging a no vote to the recall effort and saying voters should skip the second question, asking who should be governor if the recall succeeds. It was mind-blowing to us that they didn't put at least somebody in, so that way, worst case, they had a Hail Mary, Pafra said in an interview on Friday over a coffee after attending a Newsom press event in San Francisco. In an early August poll by SurveyUSA, Pafrath had the most votes in the field of replacements with 27%, and the next six candidates are all Republicans, including conservative talk show host Larry Elder and reality TV star and former Olympic athlete Caitlyn Jenner. We think in the last two weeks of this campaign, if the recall looks more and more likely, the Democratic Party will be forced to pick a Hail Mary backup candidate, Pafrath said, given that we're number one in the polls, we hope that's us, which could very well happen. So Democrats are right to be nervous. A poll conducted by the University of California, Berkeley, and the Los Angeles Times in late July showed 51% of registered voters opposed the recall, with 36% in favor. But among likely voters, the gap favoring Newsom's retention narrowed to 3 percentage points. The anti-recall movement has raised about $51 million, almost eight times as much as the side trying to out Newsom. Netflix CEO Reed Hastings has contributed $3 million in support of the governor. Donors can contribute an unlimited amount for or against the recall, but only up to $32,400 in support of any specific replacement candidate. Pepper said he's raised close to $400,000, and has put in about $200,000 of his own money, and the average donation is $70, he said. Also, as a side note, he's been funding his own private flights on a private, basically, plane to get to different campaign speeches. We don't have the war chest that Newsom does, so we have to do everything in our power with gas roots in social media, Pafra said. For example... Pafrath 
Paige's brother-in-law, an app developer, to build his Meet Kevin app, and he's trying to get in front of the media as much as possible. Most of his ad spending is via text message to let voters know there's a democratic alternative. On Friday, Pepper hung out outside Manny's restaurant in San Francisco as Newsom spoke inside to the press. Dressed in a navy suit with a purple tie, Paprath made himself easy to spot for reporters. He said he's careful not to be disruptive at the events. We have to combat this, oh yeah, he's a YouTuber, he's a prankster, Paprath said. We stand there very respectfully, and reporters recognize us, they talk to us. From San Francisco, he's following Newsom to Los Angeles and San Diego, and possibly beyond. So how it started. The recall effort picked up momentum during the pandemic as frustration mounted about the state's shutdown of schools and small businesses, and the slow pace of the reopening even as COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations plummeted. Newsom critics pounced at the opportunity to highlight the worsening homeless problem and increasing crime rates, while taxes and living costs remain among the highest in the country. Pafreth said he wasn't an initial proponent of the recall, and didn't get involved until it was well underway. The reason I think folks are frustrated is we pay our taxes, then we look up to see what our government is doing for us with the services we're paying for, he said. And we see people dying on the street. We see blight, and that's why people are leaving. Pafrathi lives with his wife and two young sons in Ventura, about 70 miles from Los Angeles, has made addressing the homeless issue his top agenda item. His proposal is to build new emergency facilities in lease commercial and office buildings, including many that have been vacated during the pandemic, to set up mass spaces with cots and small rooms, supported by staffing from the National Guard. He, his aim is to get all of California's 160,000 homeless people off the streets in 60 days at an eventual cost of $10 per person per day, covering food, medical support, and bathrooms. Pafrov has equally ambitious, some may say outlandish goals for new types of future schools, a system of underground tunnels to alleviate traffic problems, and the building of Las Vegas-style casinos as part of a plan to fully legalize gambling. Now, this makes the sense the Vegas-style casinos because that would bring in a lot of revenue into the state. The future school, future school thing makes sense in the, in the case of basically you want to get people to get certain skills so that they're actually employable, right? That's the main thing, to become employed. He also recognizes the existential threat posed by fires and droughts. He advocates spending on controlled burns in a pipeline from the Mississippi River to double water flow to the Colorado River. When it comes to solar plants, he wants to incentivize companies to stay in California rather than going elsewhere. I'm tired of hearing about Tesla building solar panels in New York and Nevada, he said. Those should be in California. So $10 million on YouTube. Pafra's fans are used to hearing him opine on such matters. He now has almost 150,000 Twitter followers and 1.7 million on YouTube. Regular topics include interest rates, the crypto economy, and politics. Pafra's got his start in real estate a little over a decade ago. By teaching people how to invest in the market, he became a broker and started buying property. Then took his teaching experience and market knowledge to YouTube. By 2018, was making enough money, a couple thousand dollars a day, to 
let his broker license expire and to get out of sales. So at the coffee shop on Friday, he pulled out his phone and navigated to his YouTube earnings dashboard. Over the past year, the page showed his ad revenue on the site topped $3.5 million. Affiliate revenue and money he makes from courses on building wealth brought an additional $6 million or so, he said. But his focus now is on politics. Afras said he'll run in 2022 even if the recall is unsuccessful or if another replacement candidate wins. That's as far out as he's projecting. I don't want to be a career politician, he said. I want to fix California. Now, this is probably the one of the things that's like most respectful about this whole situation is that his main objective that he's stating is that he wants to fix California, right? So if he does get in there, hopefully he actually does what he says he's going to do because everyone's heard those politicians say like, oh, you know, we're going to do something, but never actually go and do it. So it'd be interesting to see if he does get in, will he actually do anything that he says that he's going to do? He also wants to assure Democrats that he's not just using their party label because it gives him the best chance to win. With a legislature that's three quarters democratic, he said it's important to start on things that the majority cares deeply about, like the homeless problem. Control of the U.S. Senate could also be at stake. Diane Feinstein, the state's senior senator, is the oldest member of the chamber at 88. She's not up for re-election until 2024, and questions have been swirling around whether she'll retire before then. If so, the governor will get to pick her temporary successor, and the Senate is currently at a 50-50 split, with Vice President Kamala Harris in position to cast deciding votes when needed. So Patrick may declare he would pick a Democrat. I'm not going to burn the party, he said. I don't want people to think that just because I'm a recall candidate, I'm going to go in there and do what Republicans say they want to do. Start cutting things and throwing them around the furniture. It's not going to work. You've got to respect the legislature. So, you know, feel free to give your thoughts by contacting us at fortinbox.com with your thoughts as to whether or not he's a good candidate or not. If you like this sort of thing, actually, no, if you think he's a good candidate, feel free to hit the like button to let us know that you actually think he's worthwhile to put your faith in. Because it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen. But one thing's for sure, if he does end up becoming governor from either the recall or afterwards, that basically lays the groundwork for someone in the social media space, whether it be like a YouTube or some other platform, maybe podcasting, right? Or they might end up running for the president of the United States. And if that ever actually happens, that's going to be extremely interesting to see what's going to happen in the future. So this is kind of like, this isn't just like a California issue. It's going to be more of a nationwide issue because if he's able to pull this off and actually does a good job, you know, keywords, good job, then that lays the groundwork for someone like him or even him himself to move up further to a more presidential option. And if that happens, that's going to be extremely interesting to see what happens because there's an option out there where if you were to get into a position of power, he might actually
actually be transparent. Is he actually going to be transparent? I don't know. Other people don't know. But if he does get in there, and if he does end up doing a good job, and if he does, everything that he says that he's going to do and is transparent about everything that he sees, it's going to be a very interesting run. So feel free. Hit that like button if you like this sort of thing. If you need help with mastering your money, meaning getting out of debt, creating an emergency fund, and investing in a very passive and simple way, go check out 40inbox.com to learn the secret to mastering your money, and we will see you in future episodes. By the way, I think he has a decent shot at it, whether it be from the recall or in the future. I think he has a pretty darn good shot at actually winning and actually potentially doing something. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation and it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes.